Welcome back to What Did I Write with Yvonne. So today I'm going to be reading another book from my grade 12 creative writing English class. And this one, well, it's an interesting one. At the front on the table of contents, it says collaboration. And from what I remember, it was a bit ago, written 2012, love that. From what I remember, for this collaboration to work, you got in a group of four, and each person would write a list of prompts, like person, place, the problem, the setting, you know, things like that. They would write a list of three different things, three or four different things, I'm not sure, and they would write a list, and then you would have to pick one of those prompts from each person. So it would make this like this strange story with prompts that you maybe wouldn't have used or wouldn't have thought of, you know, it was a way to get our creative juices flowing. And it worked for sure. So what has come from this is a story called Vodka Ninja. And let me tell you, it is an interesting story. Uh, It has a lot of elements that I probably wouldn't use or would never have used before this. I don't think I'd use it after this, to be honest. It's not really my genre that I like to write in, but it was something different. And... So that was, that was a good thing about this assignment was it got me writing something different. And because of how different it is and because of how interesting it is, um, I want to share it with you. And this has taken me several times to try to record. Uh, the first three times I couldn't stop laughing because I think it's really funny and I, when I had read it out loud to my family, I could just remember their comments and what they had said while I was reading and I couldn't stop laughing. It was too much for me. And so this is, this is a, been a few times recording now, but let's get into it. Um, and earlier I had said it was a book. It's just a short story. It's like only three pages long or so. So let's get on into it and read uh, The Vodka Ninja. It's very interesting. And it is not an accurate representation of Russia or of ninja culture. It is 100% made up fun. So let's get into it. Vodka Ninja by Ivan. The city of Chicago, Illinois, was the worst city to be in, according to Vladimir Stravanskovich. It was dirty, with garbage strewn along the streets, making the whole city smell like that thrown away filth. The city was too busy for his liking. There were cars stuck in traffic everywhere, people were chattering or yelling, and they smelled awful as well. The cars gave off the scent of gasoline, which mixed with the odor horribly. Vladimir walked down the busy streets, getting pushed around by ignorant Americans. Being small and portly was not an advantage here. There was more body to push out of the way, 
yet not enough to be noticed as a person who is allowed to share the sidewalk too. He even had on bright arch slacks and still, people just shoved him out of the way. So he wandered, empty vodka bottle in his hand, down the street, searching for the secret ninja society that murdered his brother. He let his feet take him into a small bookstore where he and his brother first heard of the ninjas. He had a little hope that the man running it would feel the urge to talk. The bookstore was large, with shelves overflowing with books. It was busy just like outside, but unlike outside, he kept being pushed into the shelves of books. Sir, there's not supposed to be any alcohol in here, the clerk said. Vladimir looked up at the tall teen with a scowl. Americans, he thought. What I wouldn't give to be back in Russia. Take me to the owner of the store, Vladimir ordered, spitting as he said it. The clerk wiped off some of the spit from his face, looking unimpressed. We're going to have to ask you to leave, the clerk told him instead. Vladimir just pushed past him, muttering, useless, as he walked by. He knew where the owner was, since he had been the guy who'd introduced Vladimir and his brother to the ninja society. He made his way past the shelves to a doorway hidden between some crammed bookshelves. Once he reached it, he just let himself in, not wanting the owner to be aware and prepared. Doing so had the effect that he wanted, as the owner jumped right out of his seat, glasses flying off. Oh, it's you, he acknowledged, sinking back into his chair and replacing his rectangular glasses. Now it was Vladimir who was surprised. He'd wanted the owner to be scared and worried to see him, not unconcerned. What do you mean? Vladimir asked, looking curiously at the old man behind the desk. I knew you'd be back after what happened to your brother, the owner replied, shuffling through some papers. But that was really the least of my concern. See, the ninjas aren't happy with me spreading the word about them. Vladimir tapped the empty vodka bottle impatiently against his leg. He didn't care about the owner's problems, he just wanted information. But the old man just chattered on. So, all the new people that I've sent them have told other people, and now most of the city knows all about them. The man put his head in his hands. So they've been killing off the new recruits, and now they're coming after me. Where can I find them? Vladimir questioned. I don't know, he replied. They cut off all contact with me, and I don't care. They're going to kill me anyways. Vladimir smashed the bottle against one of the filing cabinets, then he brought the now sharp bottom up to the owner's face startingly. Tell me. He insisted. I don't know, the owner said again. Anyways, they'll find you, so just sit tight. Vladimir, a little angry but not stupid enough to kill innocents, lowered his broken bottle. He didn't say a thing as he turned and walked out the door. He noticed something eerily wrong as soon as he stepped out of the office. The bookstore was quiet, even though a few minutes ago it had been bustling with people. Books were scattered around the floor. Some were open and pages bent. Vladimir shuffled through the aisles as quietly as he possibly could, which was pretty quiet considering he was one of the best recruits of the ninja training. People were lying dead in the aisles with deadly wounds. Everyone who had been in that store was dead, which meant that the ninjas had just been here to clear up the store owner's mess. Vladimir whipped back around, bolting to the office. If they were here, then he would face them and get revenge. He slammed the door open and found a ninja standing over the just-killed owner. The ninja looked over at the stout Russian in his bread and slacks, recognizing him as the best trainee. I will kill you, Vladimir said to them, for killing my brother. The ninja didn't say anything, but made a gesture, and suddenly Vladimir found himself surrounded. 
Without thinking and just acting on instinct, he thrust his broken vodka bottle at the nearest one. His swiftness caught the ninja off guard and the bottle sank into his target. The other ninjas retaliated by coming at him all at once. He fought them off with his broken bottle and his brutal strength. When there was only one left, he grabbed them by their collar and brought them to face level. Where's the society? He asked. Since the society changed locations every week, he'd lost where they moved a few weeks ago. The ninja didn't say anything, so Vladimir put the bloody bottle to their masked face. Seeing the fear in their eyes, he gave a smile. The incentive was going to work. He gently pressed it so that the ninja would know that he meant business. In the end, he knew that the ninja would tell. They wanted to live. Tell me, Vladimir said again to prompt them. They moved to the docks, the ninja told him. Vladimir disposed of the ninja quickly with happy thoughts. He'd defeat those ninjas, grab a boat, and head back home to the rest of his family in Russia. The docks were just as busy as the rest of the city. Boats were leaving and coming in. People scurried from them, unloading parcels from different parts of the world. Some were just hurrying away from their transportation to America. Vladimir barely noticed them in his single-mindedness. He was determined to get to the Ninja Society's headquarters. He let his feet take him to a warehouse that people seemed to be giving a wide berth. He went to open the door when a short man stepped in front of him. That's off limits, sir, the short man told Vladimir. Why? The man looked caught off guard. He wasn't used to people questioning him. Because, he replied, trying to think of an excuse. Are the ninjas in there? Vladimir asked, and confirmation appeared on the man's face. Ninjas? The man asked, trying to hide the surprise. Vladimir pushed him aside and went to open the door, but the man stopped him. Please, don't go in. They'll kill my family if I let in any unauthorized visitors. Vladimir looked at, his, at the man, and then at the door. Not if you let me go in, he told the man, feeling his pain and fear. What are you going to do that Chicago can't even do when banded together? The man questioned. They've been killing everyone who stands in the way of, of conquering the city. Thanks for the warning, Vladimir said, and pushed past the man once again. This time, he actually turned the knob and went into the warehouse. Men and women were walking around in their uniforms without their masks on. As the door shut behind him, they stopped and turned to him. With blank faces, they turned towards him, ready to fight. Vladimir slowly took out two empty vodka bottles and held them tightly in his hand. Vladimir, I didn't think I'd be seeing you alive again, a short, thin man said, coming from the crowd. Vladimir recognized him as Corey Pierce, the leader of the society. Of course you didn't, Vladimir agreed with a nod, even though I was the best in training. Corey shrugged. So I suppose you don't like that we're killing people to take over the city? I'm here for revenge, Vladimir admitted, although... Now he felt like he should save the city, even if he hated it. Right, Corey said. I just got you mixed up with the other angry people out there. He waved in the direction of the people outside. Vladimir was done talking at this point and lunged at Corey, who stepped out of the way. The other ninjas decided that it was now time to attack and swarmed him. Vladimir felt cold as he realized just how many he was going to be fighting, but he knew he had to do it or else the city would be doomed. So he smashed his bottles against two oncoming ninjas and knocked them down. Then with his now sharpened bottles, he swiped at the other ninjas. Slicing through the crowd, he received a number of wounds himself, but he kept going. He had to take down Cory. When he finally battled his way past them, 
and all the ninjas were lying dead or dying on the floor behind him, he faced Cory. You killed my brother for no good reason. Vladimir spat, and Cory wiped it off of his face. You've terrorized the citizens of this city, but your reign of terror has ended, he told the leader, before thrusting out with the vodka bottles. They fought each other, neither having the upper hand, until Cory slipped and Vladimir caught him with his vodka bottle. The two fell to the ground, Vladimir pleased with the result of killing his brother's murderer. Then he saw Cory smiling as well, and felt a chill run through his body. Looks like we both lose. Corey said, and Vladimir looked down at his own chest, seeing a knife sticking out of it. Even though he was dying, Vladimir was happy. He defeated his nemesis, gotten rid of his brother's killer, and rid Chicago of mass murderer. He wasn't going back to Russia, but he had done what he set out to do. And that's all that mattered. And that was Vodka Ninja, my collaboration story. And I have to say, I did get through this time without laughing. I think it's because I read it so much and now it's just kind of like, okay, I want to record this. I I got this. But let's talk about what I think. Because I don't even know. Like, I think it's a really strange concept. There was a lot of things wrong with it. So, ninjas. I would never have written about ninjas if it wasn't for this story and I still don't write about ninjas. I don't watch movies with ninjas. I don't watch TV shows with ninjas. If I do, it's just because they're part of the larger plot or I'm watching something with someone else. It's not that I don't find them interesting. It's just in the Hollywood movie format. Meh. I like other things, you know? The history and all that behind ninjas, yeah, I think that's really interesting, but the media version of ninjas, no, I don't find that interesting. So this collaboration at least allowed me to explore something that I would have never written about, nor have I written about since. And it let me expand my genres. I guess it would it let me expand my writing style into writing something I just I have no passion for. And speaking of ninjas, there was this part where when he's at the bookstore and he's fighting off those ninjas in the original, I had just put it. So when he's fighting the ninjas, I refer to them as its. Now, when I'm recording this, I have changed the pronoun to they and them. My teacher wanted me to do this in the beginning. I remember arguing with him. I could not take criticism. I was like, no, and they're going to be it's. They're not going to be they's and them's because what if it's a robot? And he's like, well, are they robots? And I was like, I don't know. They have masks on. How would I know? So I remember fighting really hard and then I never changed it. I just threw it in the notebook like that. And I was like, no, I'm getting my way. It's going to be it. But recording this podcast and reading it out loud, I, one, noticed that the flow is not there. And two, they're obviously people. Okay, there, there is no doubt about it. The ninjas are people. He kills them with a vodka bottle. 
So what was, what was I going on about? So I wanted to give them back their humanity, their personhood, and I gave them back their pronoun, they and them, because they're people. Could have taken that criticism and the story would have flowed a lot better in that section, but I changed it for this. I'm trying not to change my stories, but for that section, I really wanted to give them their personhood back, so they and them made a lot more sense in this context. And then let's talk about the geography of this entire story with Chicago, Illinois being this massive hub where people come on and off of boats. I'm not saying that's not how newcomers might come to Chicago, but how would he get back to Russia from Chicago? Does it connect all the way up to sh- up to Russia? from Chicago? Is there, is there route through the water? I, uh, I lacked any geographical knowledge of this entire story. Like I know, I know where Chicago is. I know where Russia is. How is he going to get to Russia from Chicago on a boat? You know, just how did it connect? Is there any other criticism I would give myself about this story other than the flow the geographical issues, just the nature of this entire story. No, because honestly, it had a lot of good parts. Like when he is at the bookstore and he's about to kill the ninja and he threatens it and he's like, oh, this ninja wants to live. And then he just kills the ninja afterwards. It's like, okay, yeah, just, just kill the ninja. I mean, Vladimir was really heartless. He was, he was dead set on revenge. Like he had no other motives. And which brings me to like the other part where Corey Pierce, that's definitely a name generator name. But when he's like, oh, I suppose you're here to save the city. And Vladimir is like, no, like he's just there to get revenge for his brother he had no intention of saving the city and then suddenly like three paragraphs to the end he's like and I will be a hero and save the city I thought that was gold I was like that dialogue yeah that is spot on some spot on dialogue if I do say so myself I don't know <laughs> I just found that part really funny because it's just like he was so single-minded and he just didn't care about anyone. He was just like, I'm in here to do my thing. I'm going to do it. And I'm not going to care. And I really like that. I uh, respect that. I respect that single-mindedness. So that was Vodka Ninja. Written 2012. A collaboration prompt story thing. It was interesting, it was funny, and I liked it. I really enjoy it. Every time I go back and read it, I'm like, what is going on in this mess? But it's good times. So that is the end of this story. I hope you